0: I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fold. To... Here's The Final Word Daily with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins covering the England India Test Series, the first test at Trent Bridge, day three. Adam Collins has to tell us all about it in the space of 30 seconds.
1: When India got back today, they were four wickets down. They had to knock off the deficit first. They did a pretty good job of that, losing only one wicket in the first session. They were eight runs in the lead. After lunch, James Anderson, Ollie Robinson turned the screws, changed the game... Got, got rid of KL Rahul for 84 and Jadeja for 56 and opened up India. But Jasprit Bumrah made 28 down the end, some fantastic hitting, earning them a lead of 95. In reply to that, England at 25 without loss. And unfortunately, we didn't get much of a last session because the rain started again. England 70 runs behind as we start the fourth day tomorrow.
0: Very good. I reckon you were in 28 seconds there. That was my vibe. That was my feeling. Yes. So, look, it, it, it was one of those days that was frustrating in that, you know, the rain came and went. There was a suggestion that maybe James Anderson is cursed because every time he took the ball, the rain started over the past couple of days. Um, but we did get enough to make it interesting, particularly... It, it, it's, it's never not fun watching Rishabh Hunt do what he does. Uh, the, the way the way he went about things when everybody else was being cautious, when Kale Rahul was grinding along at a strike rate of 39, out came Rishabh, a gallop down the pitch to smack Anderson through cover, uh, another bash down the ground, then an edge through the cordon, then a top edge over the keeper for six and then he hits one straight to cover that stopped in the wicket. And, um, they had a short cover in for, for exactly that reason it, it was it was an extraordinarily entertaining um, small but, but influential uh, part in the game.
1: Yeah, it was intent, wasn't it? And look, even after he fell, I felt like the way that Rahul batted uh, when he was the senior partner with Judaysia, continuing to kind of... I know his strike rate was 39, but that improved as he went through the innings. He found the boundary between backward point and mid-off kind of routinely, really. I think he, he, all, all bar one of his boundaries were through the offside and um, struck the ball really well off the front foot. Was able to neutralise Stuart Broad especially, which I think was quite an influential part of that, uh, mm-hmm. of that first session, really. That Broad was going for runs and Rahul had no issue with him. A couple of times they tried to go short, that didn't work either. And Janaysia did, as he's so often done in the last couple of years, his batting average... I mean, I think he averaged something like 20. Uh, Andrew Sampson had this stat. He averaged 20 for his first, say, 20 test matches, and it's above 50-odd uh, thereafter. So in terms of framing up where Jadeja fits, I think mm. that the case can increasingly be made that he's an all-rounder, not a bowler who bats. Uh, and, and on days like this when... They only had 183 to clear the deficit. He puts the foot down, and yes, he gets out at a time when it would have been very handy for him to have hung around for half an hour longer, but that wasn't to be. And yeah, England gave themselves a chance to get back into it, principally because uh, there was James Anderson. Mm-hmm. After lunch, doing as he always does, um, two wickets, bang, bang, just as it was on the previous afternoon. Uh, a good catch from Joe Root after putting down a straightforward chance. Rahul was dropped twice in the cordon, once by Sibler yesterday once by route today just after lunch but he finally held on to him 484 opened them up somewhat. Uh, Shardul Dhaka was out for a duck and, and suddenly it felt like mm. maybe the lead might be 50 or 60 uh, entered Jasbit Bumrah. Uh, some ridiculous hitting really when you consider how limited he is with the bat. Uh, it's no exaggeration to say that India often carry three un- three number 11s around the world with them. Uh, he's one of those three, uh, but they managed to eke out about uh, sort of 50 or 60 runs between the three of them. So pretty good effort all told.
0: Yeah, I think it was 70, 72 maybe for the last three wickets. Um, but right, going, there you go. yep. going, going through a couple of those points there. Jadeja against Broad I thought was key because Stuart Broad against left-handers in the last couple of years especially has yep. absolutely monstered them. As soon as he got the opportunity to bowl to Jadeja, he came around the wicket as he does he was bowling wide on the crease around the wicket at the left-hander doing that thing that he does where he thinks that he can swing one away a bit move some back into the pads. Every time he came in at the pads Jadeja scored. He flicked him through yeah. mid-wicket confidently. He moved across the stumps a little bit sometimes. He leg glanced him And so that delivery coming in wasn't threatening. You know, that delivery that has absolutely got in the heads of of so many left-handers. We saw what it did to David Warner a couple of years ago. It wasn't a threat to Jadeja, and, and suddenly that neutralised a huge part of of England's attack. I suppose uh, Sam Curran wasn't particularly effective; did got a bit of the dog's body work to do, and, and didn't have that much to do. But it was relying on Anderson and Robinson, you know, Robinson playing in the way that he has, where he he seemed to be a, a much more experienced international player than he is. And and Anderson, well, there's no one more experienced in world cricket than he is, and uh, he was able to to find the. edges enough and and that frustration of having the drops go down um, he was still able to come back and and, and pick up wickets when he needed to.
1: Yeah Robinson taking his first five wicket haul in in test cricket in his second match and you're right it does feel like he's been around for longer than sort of three innings but I suppose that's the faith that Joe Root has in Robinson when they need a wicket that's who he's chucking the ball to he and Anderson it wasn't Mm. Broad Uh, and look Broad's a competitive soul and good on him for it I, I love the way that Uh, He he, uh, relishes the chance to almost have a scrap with players inside the team to keep his spot, as he's been doing for... I suppose 149 test matches, there's always, almost always been someone uh, looking over his shoulder. So that, that'll doubtless spur him on. But yeah, Robinson really does look like Generation Next here and now. Uh, and yes, the well-documented issues that he had uh, after being suspended uh, I- during his first test match. But mm-hmm. um, th- there's really no reason why he can't be a long-term prospect for England. Five wickets, he's class, he's consistent, he's tall, he's quicker than you think. I think that's a part of it too. He's bowling consistently in the mid-80s in terms of miles per hour, which is a lot faster than what we thought when watching him in, in county cricket in previous mm-hmm. years. He complements Anderson well. He's a, a fraction shorter than Anderson most of the time. Uh, he's able to hit the seam and get the ball rearing up towards those awkward spots that Pat Cummins tends to hit for Australia. So yeah, they were good. And Sam Curran wasn't as good. Uh, he overpitched regularly, which made it confusing why Joe Root stuck with Curran when the second new ball was due and didn't immediately go to Anderson. That was a, a one-over experiment which cost mm. them 14 runs and really shifted the momentum. You thought they were going to clean India up with the second new ball and they probably got 30 or 40 extra runs in that little, in that little passage of play which yeah, could prove influential in a, in a relatively low-scoring game.
0: Yeah, it, it's an early um, Hall of Fame nomination, perhaps. Pretty much any time a, a real tail ender makes runs, it's entertaining. But for Boomerang, he had 43 runs in his career before this innings and then and then came out and smacked, what was it, 28? A Six and three fours. Admittedly, yep, two, two, two of the fours were edged over the cordon. Um, but, you know, the six was... Picked up off a length and deposited over square leg. Lawrence was out there for exactly uh, that shot, and it went over his head. and uh, And the other boundary was was down the ground. Saraj hit one down the ground. Shami had a charmed life. Every shot that he hit way into the air somehow landed in in a patch of of clean grass. But Jadeja being out there with them for that period of time, or with with Shami particularly. Um, and the 56 that he made. Look, sometimes it's going to come off. Um, India don't have a good tail, we know that, but sometimes if you throw the bat, it'll go for you and and it did go for them and and a lead of 95 feels like it could be significant, even though England got through to the end of play today without losing a wicket, um, they're still 70 behind and uh, it it could be a, a fairly large hill to climb if wickets go early tomorrow.
1: Yeah, some good bowling from India as well. They were unlucky not to find the outside edge, especially Mohamed Shami, who bowled first change. So they gave the new ball to Siraj alongside Bumrah. And he only bowled three overs after tea before the rain came. We only got 5.1 overs in until the close of play. But Shami, I suppose, looked the man most likely out of that lot. Mm. Just re-backing over, over the tail again. Uh, Freddie Wild made a good point. When your tail's as weak as India's, maybe changing strategy and swinging from the hip from the outset is a better play, knowing that you're unlikely to have the defensive technique to get through, given that All players now, because of the T20 revolution, can hit the ball a long way. There's very few players that can't take the long handle now, but it kind of made sense. And it looked to me like a a better strategy than than waiting for a ball with a name on it by playing defensively. So, yeah, good little tactical shift up perhaps by the Indian camp in the lead up to this series, especially on surfaces where there'll be ample lateral movement. Uh, with the Dukes ball. So, and yeah, and England's reply to that. I thought that Burns clipped a couple of balls quite neatly through mid-wicket. So, look, he, he mm. was in form against New Zealand with a century in the first test, a half century in the second. Uh, he was the informed player in county cricket before the the start of that. So not a lot of cricket in, in recent times. But yeah, the early, very early signs are that he looks okay. And Sibley nearly got caught in a leg-side trap at one stage and perhaps more, the more vulnerable of the two. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing how they mm. respond to the challenge of a, a moving Dukes ball on what's likely to be another sort of overcast day tomorrow. You can probably tell if you're watching the YouTube video that while we've been recording, the sun has been on my face and off my face and creating a shadow than, than not creating a shadow. That's the weather at the moment. It mm. is all over the place in the UK. So uh, I, I don't see any reason why that will change on Saturday. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, the, the tail end swinging also has the advantage of making a captain like Joe Root put fielders out in the deep, which means that, you know, when you do miss Q1, it's probably less likely to go to hand. So there's that as well. Player of the day on the final word. This is uh, this is an interesting one. You know, Robinson with the five wickets, so he cleaned up a couple at the end. Um, Anderson's efforts felt more influential to me through the middle of the day, um, but there's also a strong case for Kale Rahul, The India's innings would be nowhere without him, or for what Jadeja did with the bat.
1: Yeah, I would just note that with Jadeja today, he became the fifth quickest player in test cricket to reach uh, 2,000 test runs after taking 200 test wickets, which is significant. So, I mean there's some pretty amazing names on that list, and he's right mm. there with them. And I just think it reinforces why we need to reevaluate how we see Judasia. I mean, I don't think it should be a straight shootout between Judasia and Ashwin, by the way. I don't think it's about undermining mm. the, the position of Ashwin as the primary spinner. But maybe as we get deeper in the series, we'll see the two of them in tandem, even on seam-friendly surfaces because Judasia is 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 such a such an important player with the bat and what he brings to the all-round package as well with what he does in the field so yeah i don't think it's as clear as um he does one or the other with, with respect to ashwin or Jadeja. and yeah mm. a reminder of that today with how quickly he's reached two thousand runs alongside 200 test wickets
0: uh, hall of fame did you pick anything up with a, a final word flavor through the day
1: uh, only one thing in the crowd today, they returned to it a number of times on television, it was the chap who continued to um, get picked up throwing the ball to himself wearing a Jack Russell outfit, which I thought given, you know, we're in Nottingham, we're not, we're not mm-hmm. at Bristol, we're not at Gloucestershire where, where Jack Russell hails from, but I suppose the the standing in which uh, the old wicketkeeper is held in by a certain generation means that people still dress up like him and, mm. and want to be like him, and who wouldn't want to be like him if you, you may want to wicket keep like him, you, you may want to um, make your cups of tea like him with one teabag lasting the week. You may want to paint like him. You may want to uh, blindfold your teammates so that, so they don't know where you live. One of those old anecdotes about Jack Russell. Uh, whatever it is, he, he's certainly uh, an icon. And, and that was on show again today at Trent Bridge. I, I, the, the one that's,
0: the bit that stood out for me was uh, we, we were talking about India's 9-10-11 not being very good. When, when Mohamed Shami had walked out to the crease, uh, and Jadeja had been pretty um, circumspect while he was batting out there with KL Rahul, Michael Atherton on the commentary um, says to Michael Holding, do you think Jadeja will be a bit more aggressive now? And Holding says, it will depend whether he has any faith in Muhammad Shami The very next ball Jadeja goes for this Huge pull shot <laughs> Trying to put it In the stands Drags it out To deep backward square For two runs And you're like Hmm I don't think he has A lot of faith In Muhammad Shami
1: no, I think that's right. Uh, DJ Shammy isn't someone you would trust, but he can hit the long ball. Again, we saw it today mm. down the ground, Siraj down the ground. Yeah, it's a bit of a watch this space for mine on, on how we see the Indian fast bowlers back through the series. I mean, we write them off, but uh, yeah, they, they've found something a different way of making it work today. And I think that, you know, taking the longer lens on this, uh, that could be important in them finding extra runs that they've missed out on in the last couple of years.
0: This is the final Word Daily. We'll be back on day four, Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. Thanks for watching. We're pushing on towards 20,000 subscribers on the channel, so hit the button if you would like to hang out with us a bit more. Day four, day five should be a cracker of a test match coming up.